Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Loud Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian, hanging out with Everyday Jay, and we are doing a podcast about my insecurities. Here we go. Jason from Everyday Slave, not Slaves. Uh, it's just <laughs> what's going on. Listen, I know we were just talking and everything, and I just want to reiterate: size isn't everything; it's the motion of the ocean. So, listen, Sebastian, it's okay, <laughs> dude. You know, so, so the real thing is, is we did an episode that I'm not sure if I want to air or not because it's not. So I started off as a musical podcast, right? That's kind of my thing. I've I've kind of changed to other things and talking about different things. But you listen to these other podcasters who have a different kinds of uh, topics they talk about, and everyone kind of has a has a niche. My niche was music, and I still and I love music. In fact, I, like I I love it. The problem is, you know, as you grow into a podcaster, interviewing bands that maybe no one really knows that much about like it's up to just me to keep it entertaining and keep it funny and i do some of that but i also like talking about other things but then earlier tonight we talked about you know the frazzle drip (laughs) (laughs) which which it which could be political but also could not be political it's just it's just things that are online that people watch on, on both sides of the spectrum really and I feel uncomfortable. You said earlier, I look like a deer in headlights. Like, I just look like, I don't know what the fuck to say. And I never know not what the fuck to say. I have I've I never do. seen you detract. You know, I try to d- distract so much. It's your penis size is okay. I mean, it's I good. haven't seen it, but by, by, by what you've described it, good small inches. is okay. I mean, I wouldn't know anything about that, but micro penis, right? <laughs> micro. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Well, I said 15 inches earlier than I went like a micro. Yes. <laughs> the world may never know. It's like how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? The world may never know. Depends who, who she is. Unless I'm fucking. <laughs> 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 then, then they know. Then they know. Then they know. <laughs> but I don't know why I'm so intimidated or scared to talk about certain subjects. You know, you don't want to get cancel cultured. Even like it really doesn't fucking matter. But you you also want to, I feel comfortable talking about things that I want to talk about, but sometimes being uncomfortable 
is not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know, it's like we we're discussing. It's it's a format. Um, different podcasts have different formats. Um, you've always been kind of out there and really funny, and you know, I think you're just trying to find your groove, Stella. Well, no, I think I I think I found a groove when I first started, and I also feel like talking to a lot of these bands that I don't know or maybe heard a song because they couldn't come on my show. You have to constantly be thinking about what you're going to say and then doing podcast or like questions you're going to ask, or let's say the band's on and, and you ask, you know, which I never asked, like who your influences are. This fucking stupid question. If you're a podcaster out there and ask a fucking band who their influences are, fucking suck a dick, dude. Like, it's a fucking stupid question. Like, who gives a fuck what their influences are? What, let me ask you this. You know what what is, my- what's your favorite question you've ever asked a band? Well, you suck a penis. I don't know. I mean, I, 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 <laughs> I say whatever the fuck I want, dude. Like, like, for, for, and that's not even a joke. It's for real. But I, I, you say that in the studio, though. I'm pretty sure I've asked that question before. You know, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I have. I'm, I, I don't know. I, I think, uh, you know, uh, one of the favorite questions I guess I've ever asked was, did you hijack another band? And the band called Lenny was like, that's our worst fears for people to think we hijacked another band. And I was like, well, you did. <laughs> you <laughs> fucking did. But it was all made in jest. It was all really funny. But it's it's hard to ask ask questions, especially if a band's just like gives a one short answer. I mean, there's there's been episodes I did not air of bands that I've interviewed because I just didn't like the either the band members or the way the interview went, and I just I I, I refused to air it. But some of those, looking back, are some of the best. Ones I wish I would have saved some clips from. I'm just embarrassing shit. You know, it's 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 not easy uh, talk interviewing people that you don't know that much about. It's just it's just not. But with you, Jason, coming on the show, it's we can have conversations, and it's more easy just to talk because I don't have to ask questions to you. <laughs> I'm just talking to you. But then, like on, on the episode we did earlier, I'm like, God damn it! Like I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I I I could be. You truly you, aren't. You truly okay, aren't. And that's and I, okay. I'll, I'll tell I'll tell you why. There's a whole reason why I'm not. So you know, I used to be a huge conspiracy theorist when I was younger. When I was in my earlier twenties, okay. I chose to. You listen to Rage a lot. No, no, I'm not even a huge Rage. I'm, <laughs> I'm a huge Rage fan. You know, I'm just not. Uh. They're okay. I mean, they're, they're, Ooh, legends. Yes. They're, they're legends, whatever. Fuck you, whatever. That's fine. If you fucking think so, that's cool. I'm allowed to not really care for them that much if I fucking don't want to. Like, so mm. what? You may like them. That's cool. Great for you. Great. They have a good fucking political story of their music. Great. That's fine. For me, they're okay. I don't turn off their music if they come on. They're, I think they're fine. Uh, the whole thing is, though, when I was younger, you know, you can get down this rabbit hole of conspiracy theory and get pissed off about everything. Yeah, everything, everything. And I caught myself being unhappy with life because I'm so lied to by the government and the media. <laughs> no, it's and it's fucking true, man. And so I decided, like, you know what? If I if I want to go down this rabbit hole and believe all these things I'm told that are not reality, 
I'm, I feel like I was doing myself and my personality myself a disjustice by entertaining these thoughts and these even sometimes realities. I felt like I'd be happier not giving a shit and talking about something else. And so many people are like, well, this is fucking life, man, and you got to know the facts. Cool. That's fine. No, I don't need to know the facts. I don't fucking care. Maybe I'm a simple fucking just some um, fucking dude who does not care. And people don't like that. People want people that call out other shit. Unfortunately for me, it's not my, it's not me to care about the sensitivities of the world and what other people go through and some realities that were lied about. That's cool. No, I listen, I totally get it. I mean, and I, and I kind of have a similar background. I mean, I don't know. It was, it was before COVID. And instead of listening to people, I read a whole bunch. And so when I started to read, the more I read, the more I got disgusted. It wasn't conspiracy theory. You know, there are there are things that I'd like to talk about that are kind of fun, conspiracy theory. Like, you know, uh, when uh, <laughs> Michelle Obama's um, um, Secret Service comes out and says that she's the biggest dick that he's ever seen. That's funny. That's a great conspiracy <laughs> theory. First of all, that is funny. I text him. I'm sorry. (laughs) Having Michelle Obama as a big old wiener is a funny fucking thing to talk about. Right. You know, and is it a conspiracy or is it not? You know, there's obviously a video of Barack calling here Michael. And I've seen the videos of like, that's obviously a fucking wiener. I, yes. And it looked like a fucking dick to me. Okay. That, that, but, but, dude, okay, come on, come on, come was on. Was it the fucking wind? And people say, no, oh, all men know, all men know that either if they wear boxers or briefs, they're or commando, there are certain pants that you don't wear with, you know, you just don't wear without, underwear. Don't, yeah, yes, that's true. Well, you know, see, I don't go or without never, briefs, I don't go commando. You know, I don't think I've ever gone commando. You know why? You know why? <laughs> I have a big fat fucking cock, dude. Oh, uh, that's not what you're saying while ago. Nothing all here. Then it hits the zipper, and the zipper fucking hurts. I mean, Franks and beans, Franks and beans. So let let it be known that I have a small wiener, actually, and that's why I don't look commando because I'm scared that if my zipper unbreaks, I'm gonna get laughed at. Well, that's why you have a hot wife. So and I don't mean hot, you know, as in anyway. I mean, you have a very attractive wife. Got it. Well, she's I mean, she likes the wiener, so. No, there you go. That's all you can say for. Sometimes you gotta have a small wiener to get the hot women. There you go. It's the motion of the ocean. But you know, I'm I'm scared sometimes about talking about certain sensitive (laughs) subjects, and I don't know why. It's like I can't do it. Like I want to, but then it's like it's. I'm like fuck, man. And I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be like that. But you know, it takes growing. As an interviewer, like I didn't go to school for this shit. Like no one. Listen, I'm a grower. I'm not a shower. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely a grower, not a shower. And when I grow, then then the show's on. You know, I I think that you should have your own uh, podcast about certain things that you, some of the things that you and I talk about are also very fucking funny. And I don't disagree a lot with what we're talking about. I I don't. It's not that I even disagree with the conspiracy theory stuff. It's I, 
I guess I have listeners. I got to be respectful to all my listeners. And sometimes that's a problem. You can't please everybody. Nope. And you, you can't. You know when people talk shit about Jimmy Kimmel, like we talked about earlier tonight, with the UFC fighter calling him a pedophile motherfucker, right? Yep. And I looked that up. It's fucking true. What was his name? I don't remember. I, I don't know what the fighter's name was. I don't know what it is. And, you know, and, and, and when I watched that, all I thought about was, here's a UFC fighter who's not part of the quote-unquote elite Hollywood. And so he may just be saying something he heard. It's not something that I'm going to invest my time into researching more because I don't feel like whether it's true, true or not, I, I don't know, but you can look at if If you look up the, if you look up debunking this, I'm sure there's all kinds of things you can find to debunk it. If you look up the facts about it, I'm sure there's all kinds of facts you can look up about it. Well, I, I always, I always rely on the fact checkers. The fact checkers are, they steer me clear of any, any, conspiracy theory or anything well, what fact, well what fact checkers what fact checkers are you looking into well i i trust the ones that facebook use <laughs> hey, hold on. you trust the facebook fact checkers you can't they're my favorite that. yeah no no I, I trust them implicitly i mean listen facebook fact checkers they're so right all the time i mean those guys they're so fucking smart um i also like to, Wait, like on, to facebook's full of shit dude <laughs> They blocked I, my show. Listen, I, when I used to go live, they would take they would literally take my show <laughs> off a of Facebook platform. That is probably the only. Just, sorry, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like there was nothing on Facebook. You can't rely on any fact checker, dude. Like no. Listen, that no is probably the checker. only fucking thing they ever got right was to take your fucking show off. Facebook. <laughs> you think so? Oh my god! I'm, obviously, I'm being fucking sarcastic no i don't rely on any fact checkers i was much like you right before COVID. i had gone down the rabbit hole i you know the as far as all the literature that i had read made me sick and i was like i'm done i can't live life like this i've ignorance is bliss you know so i i wanted to reinsert myself into the matrix and just live life and that's what i did before COVID. I want to make it clear that I'm not saying to anybody listening to the show that you should not educate yourself on realities or like some weird secret governmental bullshit that goes on. I believe all that. I also believe <laughs> that you as an individual, as a person who's just a normal fucking American living your life, cannot make a change. There's too many elites in place. You waste your fucking time doing it. All you're doing, if you're not on a public platform and a growing public platform, all you're doing is going to piss yourself off, live your fucking life, be happy, and when you fucking die, just hope that you're loved. And, and unless you really have a strong something to, to believe in, I feel like it's 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 almost a fucking waste, dude. Like, like who gives a fuck? To, I don't know, man. And people are going to disagree with me on this subject because everyone wants to have... Yeah. You should speak your voice. You should have your voice heard. Unfortunately, the way government works is you don't have that fucking privilege. You don't have that right. Just live your fucking life and be goddamn happy. Listen, listen, I, I have to give Poison and Brett Michaels all, all the props in this subject. All right? If it wasn't for their song, Give Me Something to Believe In. Give me something to believe in. Yeah, great song. Yeah, if it wasn't for that, you know, I, I, I wouldn't disagree with you. I, <laughs> I'm fucking joking. No, no. I do disagree with you 
but I no, know. like poison. I don't, I don't, I don't, I like, I think, okay, I like poison. I like, I like poison. No, I, yeah, I like poison too. Come on. But, um, nothing after, uh, open up and say, oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to change platforms from one thing to another. Well, what do you want to be when you grow up, Sebastian? Uh, you know, uh, well, I don't know. I don't, you know, I, <laughs> I, I've changed my mind so many fucking times, and I'm 40 now. You know, it's like it's like, what do you want to do? You know, do, do you want to be someone who stands out and has made a change in life, or do you just want to be a fucking sheep? And I get people may say, "Hey, Sebastian, you want to be a fucking sheep?" I think I fought the fucking fight in my early 20s and early 30s, and into my late 30s and now 40s. It's like. There's no point. There's, I, I don't care as much as I, think, I, I used to. I don't know. I think what the audience is eventually going to slowly see out of you is that they're going to very, they're going to see a slow Sebastian roll over to, I'm going to fuck, I'm going to fucking talk about the shit that pisses me off as a father. Eventually, very and, slowly get there. It, it, it could, and it could, you know, and the more we, the more I do the show, the more I grow. There's things I would not have talked about. Like there's uh, when I first started the podcast, there was a band that wanted to come on who I don't remember the name of the band, but their songs all about suicide. And I was very <laughs> uncomfortable talking about that subject and about mental health. And yeah, it was fuck like suicidal tendencies. That, what a shitty band. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, I didn't want to, um, I didn't want to personally bring that onto the show. Cause I felt uncomfortable talking about, serious subjects but the more like i just did a whole transgender show you know and i did make some jokes in there and and and, and they were they were funny they were, I, I thought they were in good taste but you yeah know, the, the whole micro penis thing it goes with everything the micro penis goes with everything but you got to consider you know somebody else's thoughts and feelings and i also care about what my listeners thought one thing i have to do is not give a fuck what my listeners think and really just be myself and yep. talk about what I want to talk about because you hear people all the time that are very controversial that wind up uh, growing and doing more things. Unfortunately, like me, when you're in the middle and don't want to cause controversy, it almost hurts you more than it helps you out. You got not only do you have to pick a side sometimes to get the ratings, you don't have to appease everybody. And trying to appease people gets, I man, when I first started, like the first even few months of my podcast i'd have people message me like oh you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't do that someone said don't don't drink beer on your show i'm like well i'm gonna fucking drink beer if i want to drink beer like that like i always had that like i'm always a big fuck you i'll do whatever the fuck i want kind of guy but then you go to a point where you're like should i listen to them and you know what jason one thing you've taught me is fuck them dude do what i want to do and say what i want to say and i can make that more of a reality instead of a thought I think you're more controversial than you realize. You think? You think so? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Absolutely, I do. I think that uh, I think you just don't know it, and that's what's great about you. I guess I, other- I guess I don't know it because I'm just yeah, I just do me, man. And I but but sometimes I'm like like tonight was a the one episode we did before this one was very controversial. <laughs> it, I mean, listen. 
extra the, the episode started out. I'm going I'm to take over this, Sebastian. The episode started out with me telling Sebastian, hey, go to TechDuckGo. Don't use Google. Don't use Google. They'll track you. And then Google Frazzle Trap. That's and how it I, started up. See? And the look on Sebastian's face was priceless. The whole, like, he was <laughs> fucking shocked the rest of the episode. <laughs> We're gonna, we know I, I may or may not air this episode. I don't know. I, I might. I might. I, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out soon enough. <laughs> I'll figure it out soon enough. But You've I already am, mentioned Frazzle Drip. You've I already know, said it in the beginning. I, I, know, I know. We're going to take a vote. We have our listeners tell us, should we air the episode or not air the episode? Okay. We have two listeners right now. You and I air it. I just burp. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm sending you an invoice if you don't air, air this one okay that's fine i won't pay it but i might air i might air. what we're gonna do is gonna play the same song though that we play because it's already downloaded we're gonna play blink 182's newest song called edging on this episode and if we do air the next episode you'll hear it again brand new song Tom DeLong DeLong is back Have you seen the commercial about Them coming To play (laughs) We're going to play this first on We're going to play this one first on on. Edging Hold on we're going to do this one first Uh, Coming (laughs) So near you or something like that It'll, It'll pull it up This one I can play on here. Okay, hold on. Let's go to video. Give me something. To okay, we okay, we're gonna we gotta pause it real quick once I start it. Here. Oh, no, hold on. here we go. Pause. Okay. Let's go to StreamYard here. We are on StreamYard, by the way. I wish they would also uh you know, we talk about sponsors all the time. They need to sponsor me. Everyone should sponsor me. Someone needs to sponsor Sebastian. Someone needs to. I mean, someone just does need to. That's all I got to say about that. Okay, here we go. We'll watch this first, and then we will play their song. Here we go. This is fucking hilarious. If I'm being totally honest, is that I your wife? not stop thinking about them coming. I've tried hundreds of different ways to make them come. Every night, I pray for them to come. My husband and I would love to watch them come. If they come, I'm getting hammered. We would do anything to make them come. That's right, honey. Anything. If they come, I'm going to explode. Could you imagine all three of them coming? Squirter. They're going to come. I better start stretching. Wait until I tell my grandkids they're coming. They're going to come. Guys, they're going to come. They're going to come. They're coming. They're finally coming. I ain't that good little fuck in the head. They'll be hanging me quick. Me and back from the dead. Get the rope. Get the rope. Get the rope. Get the rope. There we go. Okay. I would pay to see them come, just saying. All right. Here's the new song, Edging by Blink182. You might have to hear this twice. I don't give a fuck. Fuck you guys. And I love my listeners, but still, fuck you. Here we go. I ain't that cool, little fuck in the head. They'll be hanging me quick when I'm back from the dead. 
hit the road. I'm a punk rock kid, I came from hell with the curse. She tried to pay it away, so I fucked her in church. Don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know? Yeah, don't you know? They say, you're not safe here if I stay. With a knife that's short, no way. No, I leave the broken hearted. Oh, no, look at the mess we started. Like a ghost, like a ghost, like a ghost. The seats of my car filled with cigarette burns. I gotta find my eye, a little blood on my shirt. Let's hit the road, hit the road, hit the road, hit the road. I know there's a special place in hell that my friends and I know well. There's a perfect place to go. When it's time to lose control No, I leave the broken hearted Oh, no, look at the mess we started Oh, no, I leave the broken hearts this way What you say? There's another video we're not gonna play right now where they were like joking around where Tom DeLong's never allowed in this band again, you know, because he left Bleak 182 to do his own uh alien conspiracy theory type thing, which he touched base on. And for him to be back on, on in Bleak 182, Blink 182 is not the same. I know Matt Skiba, which I know, I know you probably don't know who Matt Skiba is. Who is from a band called uh, fucking uh, God damn it, Alkaline, Alkaline Trio, Alkaline Trio, Alkaline Trio, and he was one of their other singers uh, with Mark and then Travis Barker on the drums. that came out with a uh, a song or an album a year or so ago, but Tom brings a whole new element to that band. I love that they're back together and. You know, they're fucking old, dude. Like, they're way older than... They're even older than you, motherfucker. Well, you're not, no, you're they're not. Nah, no, I'm, I'm yeah. 45. Well, how, let's see how old... How old do you think Tom DeLong is? He's probably, like, 40 years old. 41? No way. Yes. Tom DeLong. I'm going to be honest with the uh, audience right now. I have never listened to Blink-182. <laughs> what? <laughs> never listened to Blink-182. I was stuck in the Deftones. He was born in 1975. Yep. He's 46. Yeah. So, you know what? See, okay. 
you're at that age group though where I listened to them when I was like still in high school when they first came out and they had that song like go uh, you know uh what was that <laughs> take your jacket <laughs> off and fuck it or take it take it what was the jacket off song jacket jack off it was something about that and then like fuck your mom and uh all those songs what was the jacket song called I have jacket no idea song. no you don't know so you didn't listen to them you didn't like it because you didn't listen to them I was a big Deftones fan. They replaced uh, Blink-182 for me. Well, Deft, I mean, hold on. Jacket song. Blink-182. I can't hit the periods fucking button. Anyone else hit the, you ever hit the, like, Googling something, ever accidentally, instead of the the space button, you hit the, the, like, the, the period button? Dude, every time I'm on Facebook leaving a fucking, like, uh, replying to something, I always fucking hit a gif. I don't know how that happens. Take off your pants and jacket. <laughs> That's what it's oh, called. Oh, okay. Well, you know. And that whole fuck your mom song. She played, like, Dude Ranch was, was a, a good. I think that was her first album uh, that was really big, but that was before Travis Barker was in it, if I remember correctly. Uh, they had a bunch <laughs> of good songs. Like, they were very, like, just like, fuck you. I mean, it's a were. very sophisticated band with a very, very sophisticated, sophisticated ideas. A very sophisticated fuck you kind of band. <laughs> they were. They were. They were. And then and then and then they kind of got lost themselves with the whole emo kind of phase. And I think this song brings them back. And people are gonna talk shit, you know, how could you like fucking rancid or even rancid getting shit on now or was anyways, misfits, uh, sex pistols, all these old school punk rock bands. And I'm like, Blink-182, to, to me, to me, if you say, you know, fuck you, if you like Sex Pistols, you can't like Blink-182, I say fuck you. And uh, I think you can like whatever the fuck you want to like. I think the songs are catchy. I think they're good. I like this new song that they just came out with. I think it's fantastic. People want to talk shit, talk shit. But I will and, say uh- Tom DeLong, you can send that check to Sebastian. You send that check to the last spot P.O. box. Fuck your mom. And but, uh, and I will accept your payment of a $1 million. Exactly. Speaking of, listen, speaking of the Sex Pistols, Johnny Rotten back in the 70s wanted to do a film of the people he wanted to kill. I don't know. Did you ever hear about this? I think, you know, I think you, either you told me about it or somebody else told me about it. He fucking wanted to do a film of the people he wanted to kill. And one of the people on this list was fucking Jimmy Seville over in Great Britain or fucking in the UK or whatever. And when he, you know, this was one of the huge child fucking predators in the UK, which uh, we didn't get onto that in the last, uh, in the non-aired podcast. No, because I feel uncomfortable talking about that shit, man. I know, I know, I know. know I I don't know why I do. I just, I just, it's like, it's just, it's, it's. Look, man, I wasn't raised that way, and I wasn't raised a certain way with my own particular family. Like, you know, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? You weren't raised that way. No, look, I'm not raised about talking about controversial. Like, I wasn't raised about con- talking about controversial shit. People say I may be controversial my own way, but there's certain things I just I, I I don't want to talk about because either I'm not used to talking about it, or I just I don't know, like. I, I don't like when people are hurt and I don't like when people are mistreated. Right. So man. When, when it becomes a reality, yeah. when people are hurt and people are mistreated. It, it, 
I don't know if it does something to me internally. Like I could watch all kinds of fucked up shit and listen to all kinds of fucked up music, but when it becomes a reality and it's real, I try to avoid it, and I don't know where that comes from. It's just a part of who I am. My my family is a. I guess I was just raised a certain way. I have a great great family life, and I don't know why I I deter these things and these motions. Probably I need counseling. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably don't why like you drink so I, much. I just, I just, I just don't like it. I, I feel, I feel like I wish there was no pain or no infliction of hurt caused on anyone. I loud just, spot nation. I want you to know, nation, loud spot nation. This is the heart of Sebastian. It's, it's just true. I and mean, that's why I did the whole transgender thing. And why I want them on the show is because I feel like a lot of people that are in these different environments that I'm not used to. I don't like y'all motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) I like them. People, people get hurt, man. And, and when people get hurt, I I tend to tear up and I'm not too much of an emotional guy, but I can be. And I seem to be a big pussy. Yeah, no, I know (laughs) that's that's my downfall sometimes, dude. I mean, it just just is. Uh, I think everyone should have happy and light in their life. And when they don't, I always try to see that the glass half full instead of half empty. I I, I, want, I often wonder why you're not playing more REM on your on your podcast. I'm not a big fan. I mean, I, uh, <laughs> I, I'm not shiny a big happy fan. people. Shiny happy people. I know the song. Yeah, well, you know, I I know, but I'm more. It's like the used and my Chemical Romance and Deftones and not. Why haven't you got my Chemical? Slipknot. I love Slipknot. Uh, you know, I never, I, I've never listened to Slipknot. Yeah, I know. We talked about this. <laughs> you know, the five-year generational gap between you and me is a big deal with music. It really it is. is. That, it that, really that, is. That, that really is a, 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 especially during the time frames that we were born and alive, that it, there was a big shift in music. Uh, like, you were probably, I, I think, when I was in junior high, Nine Inch Nails was, was probably bigger. Mm, yeah, nine inch nails. And now <laughs> I, I was more of a Papa Roach guy. You know what I'm saying? Like I like Papa Roach, but nine inch nails was is still the shit. I mean, like, the Trey Reznor is, is is a and Nirvana you know. Foo Fighters. I'm not a big fan of the Foo Fighters. A lot of people love the Foo Fighters. I'm not. A, they won the fucking Grammys every fucking year at the stupid awards. Oh, the Foo Fighters won again. Uh, Dave fuck Grohl fucking man. sold his soul. This is not that good to me. They're not that good. Uh, they got Dave Grohl so fucking it. sold his soul. I mean, there ain't no. I can. There's like, dude. On one he hand, was, he I can was count. the drummer. He was the drummer for Nirvana. Let's not. He is it. a fucking drummer. No, people forget that he was the drummer for Nirvana. He was the drummer for Nirvana. Okay. Yeah. People do not think when they think of Foo Fighters, they don't remember that. When they think of Nirvana, they don't remember Dave Grohl. He was in Nirvana. He was one, you know, the drummer for Nirvana. When I started his own band, I don't even know where I'm going with this fucking statement. <laughs> I have no idea where I'm going with it. I was going somewhere and I fucking forgot it. No, it's all right. No, no, no. This is a good subject. This is a good subject that we're talking about here. Listen, the music that the five-year separation that we have, you guys are fucking pussies. Okay. 
No, no, fuck you. No, <laughs> maybe a little bit. Yes, maybe. I'm, I'm, not, I'm kind of a pussy. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, kind of. Let it go. It's like a fucking little car commercial. Like I just I listened like to it, like written it. by Tom DeLonge. Like when I like it. Like. I like it. The broken hearted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's not like, uh, you know, uh, you are the perfect drug. You are the perfect drug. You know, fucking uh, nice now. You should have said, you are the, you know what? F- no, nah, never mind. <laughs> say- you are the perfect drug for me. So suck my wiener, please. <laughs> That's what he should have said. But he did say, he did, he did say, he did say, some about fucking you in church, and that's what I liked about the song. That and, was the one uh, line that sold the song to me. Fucking. This is the different. This is a five year difference. You guys I fucking say, say please. Fucking, we say now. My controversialness. You say I'm controversial, and uh, you know what? my controversialness is fuck church. That's the thing that I will say that's controversial because fuck church. I think church is a big problem with the fucking lives of millions of people all around the fucking world. That's a fuck. That that's a controversial topic. That I have to. I'd have to disagree. I'd have to disagree. You like church? No, you don't. I do actually. Not big mega churches. Um, there's one that I know of that's a good one. Life Church. No, I think it's like a fucking dick, dude. What happened again? Again. So listen, I listen. I drink the, the fucking Kool Aid. I drink the fucking Kool Aid. Oh, you but don't. I, I, I what do. Church, from what church are you drinking Kool Aid? No, I, I I drink the Kool. I, let me put it this way: I drink the Kool Aid overall, but I'll I'll, I'll begin. I'll I'll tell you the first fucking thing is is that I am. You the, go to church. You go to church. No, I haven't been. I haven't. I used to all the time, but I haven't been in a long time. I think. Um, huh? I hate church. I don't. That's I okay. Don't, I don't like their message. I mean, I don't dislike their message. I dislike. The way these mega churches portray their message, and then they pass around their fucking bucket, and then these pastors live in these big ass fucking houses. I'm not saying good, hey, good for you for making a business. I get it. It's fucking America. It's where we live. But a lot of it, I think, is bullshit. It's just the way I think. I okay, okay. Now, now I have to say this just because it's kind of part of my personal little story here. Let's go. So when my daughter was born and she was a, a wee, a wee daughter, she was a, she was, she's an infant, right? A wee and little baby. A wee little baby. I felt so overwhelmed and inadequate as a father and as a provider. I was, I was, I was at my limit, honestly. And then I had worked with this guy that was just an outstanding person. I mean, um, just a really cool dude. It didn't matter, you know, and, and he was, uh, he drank the Kool-Aid too, but he wasn't like one of these people that are holier than thou or pomp. Were, you, know, were, were like you speaking in tongues? Speaking. Hold on one second, please. Because. Speaking in tongues can come in useful in the bedroom, by the way. Here we go. You need Jesus in your life. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead no, it's okay. So, uh, okay. So I, he suggests that I go to his church and he's like, listen, go to Wednesday night because they're actually talking about something that um, we're talking about what you're going through, man. 
I was like, all right. So I go. And, you know, the first thing I remember I, like when I was a kid, I remember going to church a couple of times or whatever. And they always asked for money, like at the end of the service. So at least you, at least you felt like you kind of got something, at least for them asking money. But they asked for it up front uh, before they went to the, I guess, sermon, right? So I was, you know, I came back the next day and I was like, dude, I got to be honest with you. All you guys care about is money. He said, dude, he's like, time out. He's like, listen, I get the way you feel, but let me tell you something. We had a lady that volunteered for the church. Her husband left her, left her high and dry, had an affair, and the pastor got so pissed off, he said, no, that's not what this is all about. So he asked for the congregation to take up money, paid off her mortgage, and then paid off the taxes from the money given to her to pay off her mortgage. And I was like, are you serious? Do you guys did that? And he was like, yeah, we did that. He's like, there's a, he's like, shit takes money, Jason. I was like, oh. So out of res- just out of respect for what he told me and out of respect for just him as a fucking person and how, how good he as a friend he was to me, I went back. And I learned things. And, you know, I mean, there's... <sighs> I think like I don't okay. I'm gonna say it's a different way. I don't. <laughs> I, I am. I am. Because, okay. I don't. I, I don't. First, I I do not like mega churches. I will make that clear right now. I think they're all for money and for. And this was a mega church. Okay. I I also don't like. Uh, I I don't dislike I, I, churches in money, and I get that. Right. Okay. I get that. But I don't like a lot of the way the mega churches do things. And when I went, first came to Oklahoma, I went to a church in Ada, Oklahoma, where the pastor was talking about how if you're fat, then you're a sinner. <laughs> but that's what they're talking about. And the friends I was with, they were kind of fucking fat. And when the pastor asked me to give them money, I, I said no. And then when he, he didn't question me about it. I forgot what he said, and I told him, I said, you know what? You want to judge people? Look at your fucking self, dude. So you want to yeah. sit here and talk about fat motherfuckers? You're a piece of shit. Somewhere on those lines. And he sat there, and he talked, tried to talk to me as if he was trying to counsel me or help me out. Like, that's not what I said. I said, that's exactly what you said, dude. Right, I'm trying to right. it, you fucking son of a bitch. Like, and dude, he, I, I, like, fucking called him out in front of the whole. Don't, first of all, motherfuckers. Do not try to make me look bad in front of a bunch of people, because if you do, I will make you look bad in front of fucking everyone that you think looks up to you. And that's exactly what I did in Ada, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. with this guy who tried to talk to me and try to tell me, I didn't say if you're fat, you're going hell. Yes, you did, dude. And then when I called him out and f- start screaming at him in front of his whole fucking little church there. He got so fucking red-faced, he had nothing else to say to me. Fuck you, you Jesus-following lying son of a bitch. That's what you are. That is exactly what you are, and now everybody fucking sees it, although I'm sure his fucking congregation still fucking goes there, and this is fucking 16 goddamn years ago. Right? You try to make me look stupid and, and try to talk to me, try to talk down to me, not even maybe talk down and try to educate me about some fucking bullshit. Guess what, dude? I will sit there and I will make you look like a fucking goddamn fool, and I'll do it to anybody. 
That's no, one I get thing it. I listen, will do, man. Listen, listen, I totally get it. And this is the last thing I'm going to say on this yeah, topic. Bitch. No, that's okay. I, this is the last thing I'm going to say on the topic. Last thing I'm going to say. Look at it this way. The way, and this is the way I, I look at things. There, there's two things that 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 I that I hold very dear dear to me in this topic. The first thing is is I never let anybody, not man or anybody, change or mold my decision of what I believe on a spiritual basis. Period. Right. Good. Because most people do. Most people, especially with their spouses. Or spouses or whatever. I'm spiritual now. There's no rules to spirituality. Somebody else that's in their life kind of happy, especially when it comes to spouses. They that's why so many marriages fail, by the way. Anyways, go ahead. No, it's okay. a whole, whole nother topic. That's whole another topic. So I don't let man or woman change if they're if if they belong to X, Y, or Z and they're a shitty representative of X, Y, or Z. I'm not going to let them control the way I think by what they believe. Right. Okay. Second thing is, is that the club of Christianity is the most fucked up club in the world. And the reason being is because it's a filled, it is filled to the brim with a bunch of hurting fucking people that Uh, want grace and peace uh, in their life. I say there's other religions that are like the extreme Muslims. I would say they're a little more fucked up trying to fucking crash airplanes and fucking you die. You get a fucking like how many virgins. First of all, I don't even want to fuck a virgin. I'd rather fuck someone who knows what the fuck they're doing. You're married, my friend. Let's still, I, but I would still, that's why I'm, I would rather not. If she wasn't a virgin when I married her. I'd rather not fuck a virgin, dude. I'd rather just have sex with people that aren't virgins. Does but, she want everybody else to know that? I mean, she was married before we got together, so. Oh, okay. Well, you know. No, it's no. It's no uh, you have an amazing wife, by the it's way. No secret. My thing is, I I don't. You have an amazing wife, by the way. Thank you. I do not think that <laughs> religion, uh, whether it's whether it's a Muslim religion or a a Catholic or. or Protestant or, or what, what's the ones that marry a bunch of other women that they got it going on. Uh, <laughs> fucking polygamist. I'm not even fucking polygamist. Tell you the truth. That's what you're talking <laughs> yeah. about Mormons. No polygamy, polygamy, uh, pol- Mormons. No, they're not. No Mormons. They're a little bit. They're Mormons. They're not polygamists. I mean, yes, they are. there's a difference there. I know a lot of Mormons. I grew up with a bunch of Mormons. Uh, Aren't they, they're, Mormons are so happy. They're so wonderful. No, they light fires and they're all fucked up <laughs> kids. All my fucking friends that are Mormon were like the most pieces of shit people that I've ever in my life. Oh my they're god, like the most fucked up ones out of like their parents are fucked up. I mean, they really were, dude. They really fucked like all oh, of my god. Any religious fucking families fucked up, and it's sad to say religion should be better in the world. Unfortunately, it's not. This is not a religious podcast. We're bringing it up though, just because I don't give a fuck. And, and you know what? Every day, Jay, you know this what? Is, Sebastian, you you brought us into this, but I, you know, I did. it I doesn't did. matter. It doesn't matter it because doesn't matter. Google Frazzle Drip. <laughs> <laughs> Frazzle Drip. It's a Frazzle thing. Drip. 
I think we're going to end this right now. That's all the time we got today. I did have a fun time, Jason, with this. This is a great podcast. I love this one. I, yeah. I, I love it. I, I think it's fucking awesome. That's all the time we got. Please check us out on all podcasting platforms. We still play music. I'm still interviewing bands, but I'm also going to talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. If you don't like it, well, then you know what? Fuck you. Peace out. Rock on. Even though I said fuck you, I want to say much love. Peace, everybody. Bye-bye. This is the loud spot outro by Nothing Short of Tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does Nothing Short of Tragic have its back again? Yes. Does everything that's good really have to end? Yes. A pin post has a pin show, so to get more episodes, make an order. This is over. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.